Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, Young L.A. Friends, a.k.a. The 100 Proof Playboy, and y'all locked into the 100 Proof Truth. You know what I'm saying? Hope y'all good. I'm good. It's been a while since I talked to y'all last. A lot going on, but I'm here now, right? So, uh, I don't know if my, a lot of y'all saw the, uh, one of the, I believe it's the Soul Train Awards. Summer Walker won her award and everything for, uh, I believe she won for, what, Best New Artist? Um, and then there was like a, uh, I think it was like Best Female uh, R&B or something like that. I don't, I don't quite remember who won, but I do know that Ari Lennox was um, pretty, pretty upset on Twitter. Um, she tweeted, I think it might have been like last night and a little bit today about, you know, her discretions, I mean, excuse me, not her discretions, her uh, disappointments <coughs> and her discrepancies about why she, why she uh, didn't win a war. Excuse my, my voice, I'm like a little horse and shit, I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, I don't know what's happening with my esophagus, but nonetheless, um, yeah, she said she was, you know, kind of disgruntled, basically on Twitter. She said that she upset that the that basically in, in, in short she was saying she was upset at the fact that uh she put a, her heart into an album she didn't fake she didn't lie she didn't uh portray something that she wasn't she put her whole uh creative and, and, and emotional process into the album she stayed true to herself and she felt like she made a, a body of work that deserved to be uh, acknowledge, you know, and I just want to talk about, you know, I want to uh, kind of touch on that uh, for majority of this episode. Um, you know, I know the podcast that I, you know, this podcast that I do a lot of the time is kind of like all over the place, but really I just, I just want my shit to be, you know, rugged and raw and, you know, from the heart. And I feel like I need to be, I need to be speaking to the creative hip hop audience slash people who are trying to get into the industry, um, you know, or, or trying to make music, you know, I, I, I rap, you know, and I, I produce and, you know, do a lot of things, you know, I hope to be, you know, an entrepreneur, self-made, um, a, a mobile boss uh, that works uh, uh, parallel to the, 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 the music industry, but not um, for the music industry, and I think that if Ari Lennox was to hear this, I would like to say that you, uh, I'm really trying to figure out how to say this though, without, you know, because I get it, you know, we, we work so hard to be acknowledged about things, and we don't necessarily get the praise that, you know, we, we, we expect, and it's not about receiving the, the, the praise as long as you know that you made a body of work or, or something uh, artistic and creative and original that changed somebody's life. And that's what this shit is all about. Like, aside from all the accolades and the money and the, the fame and, you know, the glitz and the glamour, all of the things that people glorify, you know, we, 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 we're, we're tastemakers. You know, whether we are local artists or we, you know, are super underground local artists or, you know, we're, we're industry, you know, and, and popular artists. It's our obligation to make things that 
people live their life to in a, in, a, in a sense forget a siren it's, it's, i don't know what's, what the hell's going on sorry but i do need to record this episode but i don't understand i mean i understand the, the frustration but what i don't understand is uh why people feel the need for affirmation and you know i want to break the episode up into three segments right i want to actually finish wrapping up what i'm saying right now and then I want to dive into um, the, 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 the press aspect, the, the media aspect of the industry. And then I want to talk about the people that are, quote unquote, in the industry, right, across the board. Um, and so as far as like the Ari Linux situation, I get it. You know, we, we all are frustrated, just like a person that goes to work and, and doesn't get acknowledged as you know, the best worker on the job, you know, everybody wants to be employee of the month, you know, everybody wants to feel wanted, everybody wants to feel uh, worthy, and I think that that's something that you give yourself, nobody can give yourself, nobody can give you, excuse me, uh, the uh, gratification that you're looking for, or the acceptance that you're looking for, but you, because you are the only person that truly knows, with the exception of those that you know, your loved ones or your colleagues or, you know, those that work with you closely that actually admire and appreciate you for your hard work. Those are the only people that can really give you affirmation. But ultimately, you are the only person that is responsible for, uh, you know, how you feel emotionally about whatever your task or whatever your journey is. You, 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 you dictate how you feel about your journey or you dictate how you feel about, you know, your accomplishments. And when you don't a lot of the times we as people, when we don't get what we expect to get as far as uh, from the perspective of like gratification, I think we become jaded in the aspect of like, you know, you niggas don't appreciate me. You niggas don't appreciate nothing I do. And it's like we are put on this world, put on this earth as people in this world to inspire we're here to inspire, and it's not from the aspect of like, okay, I inspire, and y'all say, wow, look at what Hundo did for us. Wow, look at what the Playboy did for us. Wow, look at what, what Tyrone or, or L.A. Fresh or whatever the fuck y'all call me, whatever, what, look what he did. Wow, that's cool. Oh, my God. It's like we, we not put here for that. That's, that's, that's the plus. You know, we here to, to creation is God's gift, you know, and we here to, to um, you know, inspire creative mind you know you don't have to be a, a rapper or a, a fucking painter or singer or any type of, type of entertainer to inspire you 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 are a person first and I think that the the origin of art is through uniqueness it's like who you are as a person is what makes you creative you know the way you speak the way you may dress your philosophy those things are what inspire you know, and the music is ultimately just the, the effigy that we use to communicate our perspective to the world. Or, you know, the, whatever you do, if you're a comedian, if you're a singer, you should not ever feel. This coming from a, a nigga that is dealing with, was and is still dealing with um, a darkness that is looming over me because I'm not... I don't view myself as successful. And, you know, that's when we get caught up in, you know, different vices. You know, you may be addicted to, like, porn or you may be addicted to 
to smoking weed or getting drunk or or sex or you may be addicted to self-loathing or you may be addicted to you may be depressed you may just be addicted to just being by yourself all the time which is a real addiction isolation is never healthy you know so all of the vices that uh, you know, you may do other kind of, you know, narcotic drugs. You may pop pills, do a little coke. Uh, for 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 those of y'all that that, that ride that way, um, something's the fuck wrong with y'all. But hey, you know, if, if that's what the fuck you do, you do coke, you do coke, you do you pop pills, you pop. What I'm saying is this: I would like to say that all of the vices, because we all do things that, from drinking to 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 sex to to you know, doing dope to uh, you know. All of the things that lead to some form of self-gratification, a lot of us, in fact, most of us, do those things because we are trying to get away from something and it's not healthy. You know, to, to be um, a slave to, 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 you know, your emotions and a slave to your ego, ultimately. You know, it's like I used to be a psych major and we used to talk about uh, you know, the, 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 the ego, the eed, and the superego, you know, and the superego is the one, that voice that's like in your head that says, oh yeah, you can't do that, you can't do da-da-da-da, and the eed is the voice that, uh, your eed is like your, how do you say, like your, uh, your, your inner man, it's like yourself, like the voice of reasoning within yourself, that's your eed. And then it's the superego, which is negative all the time. And then it's the ego, which is the pride, right? I can do that. It can't nobody be better. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the time, the E can be negative. If you look at yourself in a way that is uh, lowly, you know, the E can get in the way of a lot of your critical thinking skills and a lot of your logical thinking skills. And so... If, you know, you view yourself as a person that's not worthy of success or not worthy of being accepted or not uh, able to attain whatever goals you have, then, yeah, you know, you're going to end up looking at yourself like you're a piece of trash. And a lot of us do that. A lot of us that and that comes from us be always being on our phones and us being so isolated and us watching too much television. And there's a reason why, if you go to, like, the aboriginals in Australia, right, the reason, or, like, you know, if you go back home to, like, Africa, like, I'm Ethiopian. So, um, if you go back to the crib and you see those people, mind you, I'm not, like, super, like, African, Ethiopian. Like, I don't really know where exactly my folks is from. I just know that I'm Ethiopian. And, um, like, an eighth or, 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 like, a fourth of a Chickasaw Indian. So I'm like, you know, I'm out of the loop, which all the niggas in America for the most part is Indian. Let's just keep it real. Not many of us are like uh, underneath an eighth, but I mean, you know, nonetheless, I digress. But what I'm saying is when you go home, you know, and if you even if you're not black, if you're Asian or you you are uh, Latino or Hispanic um, or you're, you know, uh, Southeast Asian or you Samoan. Uh, uh, Pacific Island, whatever, whatever you are, when you go home or when you, when you look at the people who are from your homeland and you see the people who are actually in the homeland, and I'm talking about like the, the ones that are very culturally based, 
right? When you see those people, their values are different. They don't have the same values as us. You get what I'm saying? They don't have the same values as us at all, you know, and some more than others. You know, like there's some people that live in this country that aren't black, that that may have a, a more of a, a cultural connection. But I'm just really kind of talking to my people right now. And, you know, and if you not black and you can relate, then cool. But I'm saying like more so us as a people, us as black people, we ingest acceptance like all the, we 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 don't we don't know how to accept acceptance because all of the time that we are working towards whatever we're trying to work towards we never most of us never appreciate what we have and that's something that you know again with the Ari Linux thing you don't need anybody to give you the validation that you are good at what you do you don't need that the motherfuckers on the panels and all that shit, they have not made music before. Most of them have not. So if you're not good at music, even if you made music, if you're not fire, bro, then how could you how could you judge people who are actually good at what they do? And that brings me to the next segment of what I'm saying. The media aspect. There's so many people within the media that just pick people apart, man. You know, and we we are artists, bro. You can't pick us apart. And you imagine if I if I came to your fucking house and everything you did, I said, well, why do you why'd you paint your walls white? Why you didn't paint your walls like you know tropical color? That's kind of like why why is your walls white? Why didn't I eggshell? Why do you have a leather sofa? That's stupid. Why you don't have you know cushions? You know, I don't have cloth sofas. You know why why you got these copper rugs right here? Why you don't just do all wood floor and just you know, why your kitchen ain't closed? Why you don't have an open concept? And just completely just dissect every part of your life. You're going to be like, nigga, get the fuck out of my house. Eventually, I mean, if you got sense, which not a lot of you do. So, I mean, hey, you know, none the, nonetheless, but it's still like, uh, you can't just dissect somebody's art, man. Because a lot of people put their lives into their art. Now, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't, but a lot of people do. And you got to understand that you can't just dissect how somebody's music sounds and then deem, you know, I get everybody, get you know, only one person could win. I, I feel that. But when people start talking about, you know, well, this album is like this and I just feel like, you know, it's trash and, you know, or when people call shit that just came out last night a fucking classic, like, bro, I, I want to meet the nigga that came up with the word classic and beat his ass in front of the world. So everybody can see, let's not use that word anymore. Hip-hop is timeless, no matter what. We don't have to call specific, oh, such and such isn't a legend because they don't have a classic. Nigga, do you know what classic means? Classic, if you go in a dictionary, the word classic means classic. Call. It's really from the word class. Class. Class meaning it's in a, a, a whole different uh, uh, category than everything else. It's a specific type of category that's cherished. It's one when you listen to classical music. Classic. The word classic means origin. It's original. So this is the original sound or the original. This is of like the original era or whatever. Right. 
So when you say the word classic is original and it's cherished and it's special, all of those words are synonymous, too classic. When you say that somebody's album is classic, and and then I'm going to say this too, classical also means, or classic also means aged. It also means aged. You can't, something can't age if it came out last night. You know what I'm saying? But you got idiots on the internet that, you know, and these people, they got Twitters too, bro. They got Instagrams too. They see you talking shit. They see you talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck is you to say somebody's not good at what they do? Bro, you you sleep on an air mattress and eat beans out of fucking can, nigga. You you don't have them. You don't have room to speak on shit. You don't have room to speak on shit. And you know, I just think that people take the the award thing too personal, man. You gotta understand, especially like the 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 uh, the VMAs, which is the Video Music Awards, the 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 Grammys, uh, the MTV Awards. Soul Train Awards, pretty much every award show that allocates uh, trophies to niggas for being good boys and girls is run by white people. We don't have, you said, oh, what about the BET or the Source Award? I mean, the BET Awards or the Soul Train Awards. That's not run by us because we don't have the infrastructure to be able to put on a production like that. It's like, well, what about the Woodies? We don't have, as a community, we don't have the 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 ticket to be able to put on a production like that. We can't afford that. We can't. We could afford it if we if we, you know, lobby together and put something together together, but we 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 can't. We won't. Why? Because we feel like we need the validation of, you know, higher society to make our shit mean something. And it's not true. And then you have niggas that's in positions like Wendy Williams you have bitches like that that have never been shit, that will never be shit. That all they do, their whole life is based off of other people's lives. And she just talks shit about people all day, bro. You don't have nothing positive to give the, 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 your community that's full of faggots, that's full of bitches with low self-esteem and, you know, messy bitches, messy, ugly bitches. You know what I'm saying? You don't have anything... If anything, crowds like Wendy Williams' crowd are probably some of the most disenfranchised people on the ballot. And you have nothing to say. But I blame us as a culture for allowing motherfucking vultures like her and like Adam-22. Adam-22 is a hip. He got that podcast, No Jumper. But it's like, bro, you're not even, you're not even black, number one. So how could you truthfully understand the, the origin and the history and the plight of black people? No matters if niggas is still rapping about shooting and killing and fucking bitches, that is the plight that we go through, dog. You're not black, so you don't understand. Even if you hung around black people, there's no way that you could really understand what we go through and what our culture is really about because you don't identify by skin. You have to identify. It's just like I can never truthfully understand what uh, motherfuckers that's making mariachi is going through or talking about. I could appreciate the music, but it's still a disconnect because I'm not a part of that community. To be a part of that community means that I have to be a part of that ethnic group. That's just what that is. So all this inclusion shit 
inclusion shit. And people keep talking about like, oh, well, hip hop is for everybody. Whatever nigga told you that, which I heard KRS-One say that shit. And I got love for KRS-One. In fact, I would like to say that KRS-One built hip hop his damn self. KRS-One built hip hop. Yeah, it was other niggas that was rapping this shit. But KRS-One built hip hop, bro. And I don't give a fuck about what nobody say. KRS-One is the God MC. Y'all like Rakim and all that shit. KRS-One is responsible for hip hop, bro. KRS-One is responsible for the life of hip hop. Flat out, bro. There would be no hip hop without KRS-One. So let's just say that right now, dog. But I heard KRS say, "Oh yeah, uh, hip hop is for everybody. Hip hop isn't just isn't just for black people. It's not just it's not just for us." Then he had like a long pause, and he said. If you go to Germany, you will find graffiti on the wall, on the train systems, on everything in the, what we would like to call the urban community. The ghetto is everywhere. The ghetto is everywhere. It is in your clothes. It is in how you speak. It is on your walls. It is, it, it, hip hop is everywhere. And I feel like KRS, I'm not trying to mock the nigga because KRS is the teacher. KRS is one of the greatest minds to ever exist in hip hop. But nonetheless, homie, hip hop is not like, you can't, bro. Hip hop is the love child of the civil rights movement and, and, and the Harlem Renaissance and the jazz era. Hip hop is all, all eras and all ages of black music rolled into one. You get what I'm saying? And so we can't include people who are not a part of the culture. And I'm from LA, and some shit that I don't appreciate is how we don't have black, young blacks on the radio. We don't have young blacks on the radio. We got. Big boy is on the fucking radio. He's been on the radio for fucking years, but he he when he left Power 106, right? Which is the local radio station. Okay, he gave uh Cruz, which is his Mexican uh DJ, he gave him his show, Big Boy in the Morning. It turns into the cruise show, Cruise in the Morning, right? And then he goes to 92.3, right? The, which is the beat. Right. And then when he goes there, Cruz leaves and follows Big Boy. He stayed at power for maybe like I want to say like a couple years. But when Big Boy got his situation going at 92, then now Cruz is there, right? Okay, now Cruz is there. And when Big Boy retires, now Cruz is gonna be on the radio. Now we do got Nick Cannon on the radio, right? But what I feel like should have happened was Nick should have brought his own crew. Whether it be niggas from Wildin' Out, whether it be niggas that he know, whatever. But, and I'm not trying to, because you know people, you know people got to eat and all that. But what I'm saying is, L.A. is more black than Latino. And they keep trying to make it like it's not. And I'm, I'm, I'm really like trying to, I'm really trying to spin this. Because we all are from, we like for the most part. 
blacks and Latinos grow up together in the same communities, right? Right. But we don't have the same experiences. I, I'm from Compton, bro. I grew up on the west side. Right between Central and Rosecrans and Wilmington and Rosecrans, bro. In the Cedar Block hood, bro. Specifically, uh, Rosecrans and Tejada and Dwight and Compton Boulevard. Specifically, if y'all just really want to be specific. You know, I grew up back off in there, right? Okay, so what I'm saying is, is that, yeah, we grew up in the same communities and all of that, but we don't have the same experiences because the police is black. I mean, the pol- excuse me, the police is Latino and the police is white. And so all of this whole, like, this fucking, uh, what they call, like, disparate about, uh, oh, yeah, well, the blacks and Latinos go through the same shit. That's not true, bro. That's not true. Their communities are more secularly organized than our shit has ever been. Ever been. I'm talking about before the I'm talking about the Panthers, before the Panthers, all of that. They are more organized than we are. And the reason why is because LA County is trying to wipe out the black cult the, the, the black culture of that area. When if we being all the way real, LA County is responsible for the energy that hip hop has now. We responsible for niggas cursing on their records. We responsible for niggas talking about they gangbangers. We responsible for all that shit. We responsible for for niggas talking about uh, selling dope on their records. The all of the black exploitation and all of the positivity we are responsible for. Uh, you can't disregard one and, and keep the other because they both go hand in hand, it's the yin and the yang. And so with that being said, we still dictate that flow of culture today. We do. Flat out, bro. There's no, why you think there's never been a superstar Mexican rapper from L.A., bro? Because L.A. won't have it. That, but that's what they trying to push. And I'm not being prejudiced. What I'm saying is I won't allow me. I can't allow for people to have this misconstrued illusion in their mind that we are all together in this shit and we dealing with shit like people like Ari Lennox who is a gifted uh, 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 songwriter and singer she can't get the award that she that she feels like she needs or feels like she deserves because we got people that don't look like us that are in charge of handing out the 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 the, the, the plates and that shit is wrong that shit is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Majority of the media and the hip-hop is not black. Majority of the perspective is not black. If you talk about, like, like the bitch Yes Jules. Okay, what does she do that's so special for her to have her own label and her own pla- You Bitch, you, you, you a Snapchat premium bitch. You, 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 you showed pussy to get what you have. And you're not talented. Well, well, Lil' Kim did the same thing. Well, well, Cardi B did the same thing. Yeah, but Cardi B is a fucking marketing genius. Yes, Jules is not a marketing genius. Cardi B got a chokehold on whole culture. Not just that, nigga. Cardi B literally kept love and hip-hop alive, nigga. Cardi B is an entertainer. Cardi B is talented. Yes, Jules is a bitch. 
a white bitch that got ass and fuck rapper niggas and fuck NBA niggas. And say corny shit like, can I wear this shirt that says, uh, y'all niggas tripping. Which was a real thing if you were real, real Twitter OG. It's like, bitch, you, 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 you fraud. You fraud, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't trying to like, and this is the thing I like to go back a little bit. I'm not trying to, I know y'all be listening to my shit. I'm not trying to rag on the Latino community. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with us. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's Latino that's cool fucking people. I'm cool with us eventually coming together and getting on the terms that we need to get on and then becoming something. Let's stop trying to like lump us all together like this is what this shit is and it's not tensions going on in the community because there are. But it's niggas like YG and it's niggas like it's niggas like uh, 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 Tiger and shit like that that keep making songs that like big up their community. Like, bro, I'm not I'm not hating. I'm just saying, let's stop trying to act like L.A. is the, is New York. They can do that over there because their cultural roots are intertwined. In L.A., our cultural roots are not intertwined. You know why? Because all of the people that are Latino on the East Coast, motherfuckers is Puerto Rican, motherfuckers that's like from Havana, motherfuckers is Latino, period. All of them up there, they go back to the civil rights movement and all that shit up there. They go back. So culturally, their roots are thicker than ours. In L.A., all of the black families, just for you motherfuckers that think I'm a racist because I'm not, I'm a realist, homie. All of you motherfuckers that don't know the story of Compton, Compton was predominantly white in the 60s. It was predominantly white. If you go back earlier than that, in the 50s and 40s, it was predominantly white. In fact, Compton, the origin of what Compton used to be, it's this shit called East Rancho, going towards Carson. From, I want to say, what is that? Uh, Avalon and from Avalon and Compton Boulevard, yeah, from Avalon and Compton Boulevard on back towards what I believe is the one ten. All that over there. That's going towards Carson, especially if you if you on Compton and Avalon and you go down Avalon towards Dominguez Hills, you're going towards Compton slash, I mean, uh, Carson slash East Rancho, right? Matter of fact, they're they trying to kind of almost like eradicate uh, East Compton. They because all of that look like farmlands. So there's nothing but farmhouses over there. But what I'm saying is, is that. Initially. Like the, like the President George Bush, he lived in Compton, right? Okay, so what I'm saying is, is if we being real, let's go all the way back to the East Coast and the West Coast. The East Coast, the East Coast has shit like, if y'all motherfuckers seen the get down and shit, all the motherfuckers, they, they, their Latino slash black community is intertwined. They're intertwined. You know why? Because all them niggas from the islands, that all them niggas that was in that was that was that's from the islands that were enslaved in the islands in the Caribbean by the French and 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 the the, the, the Spanish, right? 
when they overthrew their plantations and they came to America, they came up north. They couldn't go down south because shit was still popping off down south. Everybody that knows anything about history is the north is what were called the Freeman states. So in New York, there was a high base. There was a high base Caribbean slash Latino population because of that. And the only reason why that population is so big is because the Caribbean is right off the eastern coast of the country. Now, all them niggas went all up to New York. That's why all the niggas up there speak Belizean and fucking it's it's uh some some uh it's Belizean niggas, it's Puerto Rican niggas, it's it's Cuban niggas up there, all kind of Latino motherfuckers is up there. Down south, like around like Florida is where you get all the Haitians, the Jamaicans, all that shit. But even those niggas is up there too. Why? Because when the French and the Spanish and, of course, the English enslaved niggas, they forced niggas to learn their language. So that language was shit that was passed down to those their children and their grandchildren, the blacks. And those niggas continued that culture up north, up there, even to this day. The eastern, the eastern hemisphere of the country has always been more culturally sound than the western hemisphere of this country. Do you know why? Because of white flight. All the white folks that was on the eastern hemisphere of the country moved to either the Midwest or the western hemisphere of the country. So what I'm saying is as far as L.A. is concerned, which California inhabits the entire what. What would be what, like, at least 15 states? California is that. It's a whole bar on the side of the West Coast that's just California, which on the East Coast, if you flip that bar and put it on the side, it's at least like 10 to 15 states, bro. So what I'm saying is this. When people get to talking about hip-hop and where we should be as a people and how come we not... You know, how come niggas in, on the West Coast is woo-woo? It's because the, the racial tensions on the West Coast versus the East Coast and the, and the South is different. We all got different issues. But when Compton had first originated, when niggas started moving to Compton in the 1960s because of the automotive industry, niggas was getting jobs and credit was a big thing and niggas was getting jobs. My daddy was born in 1960. They moved to Compton from L.A. in 1960, if I'm not mistaken, like 62 is when they moved to Compton. And I'm telling you right now, there were no Mexicans in Compton, bro. What happened was when the Mexicans came in is when all the white people left. Because the white people left because the niggas was coming over there. The reason why they left and the reason why the white flight was a big thing was because, of it, was, because it was an influx of black people coming into the community. But more so predominantly Poor blacks, not middle class blacks, because there were middle class blacks that were leaving the community. The reason why the white folks started to leave was because poor class blacks started to move into the homes that were, uh, in other words, niggas would buy houses in Compton, right? Because the houses with white people was just trying to get rid of their houses. Because the white flight was happening, and niggas was coming over there, they were trying to get rid of their houses. But when the whites that did stay left, the reason why they left was because the property value was depreciating because of how many abandoned houses, abandoned meaning 
Niggas couldn't make them payments, so they just fucking left. That's what dropped the property value down. Motherfuckers grass growing all out of control. That never stopped. And so, if there's nobody habitating the community, and there's all these abandoned housing, there's opportunity here to live, that's when they came. They didn't start coming into the community until the late 70s, early 80s. That's when they started coming into Compton. Trust me, I know. Because I have family that still lives in Compton. My dad, who grew up in Compton from the 60s, who still lives in Compton to this day, where I grew up at, my dad has literally seen what is almost close to 60 years of Compton's life. So people keep talking like, oh, well, L.A. is, you're not from L.A., bro. If you're saying that, the majority of our history here is, well, I don't understand why we can't all come together. Because the, the, the politics are different. The attitude is different. They don't want to integrate and accept it. Now, there are people who, like I keep talking about, the Chicanos, they want to integrate. And they want to be cool because they want to do shit the American way. But most of them, most of them, not all of them, a lot of them has got black wives and same thing like the niggas on the East Coast do. Got black wives, got half black kids, all that shit. They trying to be down with what's happening right now. But you got the ones that don't want to integrate, that don't accept the ones that do integrate, that come into the community and want to start gangbanging and want to start segregating themselves from the rest of the community. When the community is not doing them like that. To the point where now they have they inhabit a lot of East L.A. The Harbor City is full of Mexicans. And in the 80s, it was nothing but niggas. In the 90s, it was nothing but niggas. But slowly, slowly, slowly in the early 2000s, that's when the influx came. And now they think Harbor City is just theirs. But that was all niggas before. Same thing with Compton. It was majority niggas. And now they think that that's their shit. I didn't move it deeper into So what I'm saying is, is that the, the tensions between blacks and Latinos in L.A. is not. And I know I got off track, but I'm really trying to reel this back in for y'all so y'all can see what I'm saying about the non-black thing. Because our culture has to be shared with everybody. We have to be culturally inclusive to everybody. And that's not right. Because everybody's not culturally inclusive to blacks. I mean, we all are people and we are who we are, but let's not pretend. Being culturally inclusive is not something that black people have a choice whether to accept or not accept. We are forced to give our culture to everybody else. And they just accept. Oh, well, well, we just like the same music. Well, that's fine. But respect our culture. I don't have a problem with people that are non-black being a part of the culture, like it, I, I don't mind. But just watch from the stands. Don't try to come start controlling it. Don't try to come in and start making rules. Like Post Malone was like, basically, this was a couple years ago. Post Malone was like, if you want to hear some, some real shit, don't listen to hip hop. Like, you know, I, we make, I make music that is woo, woo, woo. I make music. Yeah, I'm a part of hip-hop culture. And if you want to hear real music, then don't listen to hip-hop. Okay, but, dog, who the fuck is you to say, don't, you're not a spokesperson. You're a fucking tourist who niggas allowed to become 
Niggas didn't even allow you. The industry put money behind you and charted you. Like Billboard's uh, uh, top 10 albums of the decade, all three of this nigga's albums is on there. Stoney is on there. Beer Pong's and Bentley's is on there. And what's the other one that he got? I don't know. But he got three albums. What would be three albums of his if those are his only three? Then all his albums is in the top uh, uh, ten albums of the decade. They had Take Care at number one. But then they had The Heist with Macklemore and Ryan, whatever the fuck his name is, at five. And then they had Good Kid, Mad City. But then they had Recovery at number two. And everybody keeps trying to make it seem like Eminem is just this fucking... Rap guru, Eminem is not shit. Eminem, if you want to listen to Eminem, nigga, then just listen to Tech 9 Put all you have to do, if you want to hear music, it, look, all you motherfuckers that you talking about Eminem is just so fucking great. Eminem is fucking garbage. The only thing Eminem did was discover 50 Cent, and 50 Cent was already 50 before Eminem. That's the only thing he contributed to the culture was he gave us 50. But niggas that knew 50, they already, he, you wasn't giving them nothing. That's it. That's it. But as far as the music is concerned, niggas keep talking about Eminem is like the greatest rapper of all time or, or one of the greatest rappers of all time. Bro, niggas can't name, dog, what, what, what song? Like niggas, oh, well, he had Stan. Okay, so he had one fucking song. But what about the rest of his songs? Eminem is music. Is for motherfuckers who jack off with a handful of staples, homie. And I'm telling you right now, he didn't do nothing for hip-hop. But Recovery is second on the Billboard's list for fucking decade, albums of the decade. And they put Forest Hills Drive up there. But outside of that, it was a bunch of garbage. They had Good Kid, Take Care... And, and Forest Hills Drive, and the rest of it was fucking garbage. I don't even think they had a Yay album up there. And so, what I'm saying is this, and I kind of got off track, but I'm finna really back in for y'all. If you are an artist, and I'm talking to my people right now, if you are an artist, you don't need the validation of the general public. Fuck these niggas, man. Fuck this industry. Fuck the motherfuckers that read from the script and ask you them dumbass questions on your interviews and tell you to say whatever the fuck that you're supposed to say because it's politically correct or it's going to offend it. Say what you want and do what you feel and don't look for these motherfuckers' acceptance because if you do, you will disappoint yourself. Because the only person that can give you what you need is you. That's it. That's it. You should, as a black, as a black artist, you should be making music for black people. If everybody else wants to consume, that's on them. But we not talking to y'all when we make. I'm talking to all people. Yeah, dummy, because it's music. But there has to be a target audience. And if you are a black artist, you are talking to your black audience first before anybody. 
I don't give a fuck about what nobody say. I don't give a fuck about what nobody say. That's like telling Tupac not to rap about niggas getting shot. And to rap about white kids getting hooked on dope. It's not your target audience. And it never would be. Because how could you relate to their community if you're not from their community? And how can they relate to you if they're not from your community? They can only relate to a certain extent through experience, similar experiences, not the same experience. Because all niggas can relate to pe- police pulling them over, gripping a gun and asking them, nigga, where you going? But can white people uh, ex- speak on that? Can, can, can Latinos speak on that? No, they can't. Only niggas can relate to being murdered by the fucking police on camera. Can white people relate to that? No. Can can Asians relate to that? No? Okay. Uh, can Latinos relate to that? Have y'all seen a Latino dude be shot on camera by the police? For no reason? Know what I'm saying? This is what that is, bro. They killed the men and they killed the women. I know y'all remember Korean Games. If y'all don't, go look it up. Mother of two, two kids under the age of five was murdered by Philadelphia police in a routine traffic stop because they said she had a ticket and a warrant for her arrest. And she had just gone to get it cleared the day before. And they wanted her to get out of the car. And she said no. And they pulled her out of the car and killed her. On camera. But, did, did, but these... Did, there are things, homie... I'm not trying to... Like, this is probably going to be my next episode. I'm going I'm to I'm leave y'all with a cliffhanger right now. Black people. Stop trying... To be accepted by people who did all this shit to you. Whether it was all, oh, that was our grandparents. That's not us. Still hurt, motherfucker. Still hurt. It's the reason why we ain't rose up and killed y'all. Because y'all not responsible for slavery. But if y'all was, that's all I'm going to say. If y'all was. As far as this police thing go. Oh, well, all cops not bad. All cops are bad, homie, because they represent a branch of government that don't give a fuck about nothing black. Look at Bill Cosby, bro. Oh, oh, well, he dropped Molly's on bitches. Okay, so did them bitches know he was married? Did them bitches know that they was going to his hotel room? Did them bitches know that he did coke and did quaaludes? Did them bitches know that he was willing to cheat on his wife and fuck with them? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And they knew that they was finna get a pill too. And they was with it. It's just like now. Why do motherfuckers keep trying to act like motherfuckers ain't popping pills? Oh, but when it happened to women, we should all... No. It's not about the women. That's what women, that's a lot of women understand. Systematically, it's not about you. 
It's not about you. The system don't care about y'all. Like, motherfuckers that actually have hearts do. But the system, the two most disenfranchised people in this country are women and black people. But somehow, we can't find a way to come together. More so, black men and black women, we can't come together. And those are the two most disenfranchised people in the country. But I digress. Black folks, if you are creative, if you're a producer, singer, comedian, rapper, artist, actress, or actor, thinker, mogul, entrepreneur, businessman, whatever, businesswoman, stop looking for their validation. You don't need that. Your survival is, a, is your validation. Your survival is your validation. You don't need motherfuckers to tell you you matter. You fucking survived. You feel me? You survived. Just be happy with your fame. Get your chips. And lay the, and lay the pavement down for another motherfucker coming behind you. That's all you can do. Take care of your mama. Your daddy. Your granny. The ones that you know love you. The rest of this shit is for the fucking wolves and the birds, homie. I'm LA Friends, man, aka the 100 Proof Playboy. You locked into the 100 Proof Truth, man. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. I, right, one love, stay 100 Proof.